0: Hey guys, a couple weeks ago, we covered uh, why we are not Calvinists. And actually we got a lot of feedback from that. And we got one big long email that wanted to us to explain a little bit about our stance on some of the Calvinistic verses. And so that is what we
1: are gonna do. We talk about the church, family, theology, and even entertainment. In fact, if it's Christian, we're talking about it. This is the Mike Charleston Show.
0: All right, this is The Mike Charleston Show. I am Mike Charleston, thank you for watching, and we are joined today with Sarah,
2: Hello, everybody.
0: And over to the left, over here is Chuck. Hey, Mike and Larry. Hey, yo. So we are. Back. Yes, it is good to be back. Chuck was on suspension for a while, and yeah. so uh, no, actually, <laughs> it's been a few weeks. It has been a few <laughs> weeks. And last week we did our best of, and not too many people were watching that, so it's fine. <laughs> it's it's all good. <laughs> but uh, we were on. We were out of town, uh, and it just didn't work out. So uh, yeah, but you we did
3: in the frozen north. We were definitely
0: freezing. It was. We were in the cold, frozen cold. south.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. Cold, but it wasn't <laughs> exactly. that cold. It was freezing.
0: <laughs> but uh, a couple weeks ago, we we did a uh, episode on uh, five reasons why I am not a Calvinist or why we're not Calvinist, and I thought uh, and that actually was a pretty popular one. People had a lot of reaction, a lot of questions, a lot of comments on YouTube, questions on Facebook, questions, uh, people messaging me. And so it's a very controversial issue. And I thought we would go back and touch on some of those issues. Now, Chuck, you weren't part of that first one. No, was it? Wasn't. No. And uh, maybe that's why it was just missing a little bit, and uh, so we, we needed Chuck's little flavor. But the um, uh, so we thought we, we have a big email, and it is it's a long email. And I thought, you know what? Let's go through that. I was on discussion in discussion with a Calvinist, uh, and going back and forth through through some of uh, some of those things. Well, well, this is from big big Fran, big big fan Brand, and he. <laughs> Uh, isn't a Calvinist or an Arminian, and either are we, by the way. Right? You know, yeah. we're not Arminian or Calvinist. Um, but he was just curious that uh, if there's some verses that we could cover because there's it seems like there is good points on both sides. Exactly. Yeah. And in fact, That's... I think there there are good points. Like I said in the last episode, what Calvinism does, and 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 they don't they don't corner the market on this, but. Is they exalt the work of Christ, the the God's work in salvation? Is they do a very good job of that. The only problem is, I think they go too good, where they don't they forget about the flip side of that. And the flip side is where I have a problem with, uh, where they just you know predestined people to hell, and they without you know they, they can't help themselves, and that just doesn't seem like the God of the Bible. But like you were talking about earlier before we got on the on the show that um it just seems like there are good points on both sides of the issue the bible seems to talk about both sides of this issue right. it's our what's lacking
3: well on knowledge for our, one. our, understanding, our understanding, right. understanding right yeah right. Like, right i and i think the way the bible's written there's a lot of things like that where we just don't god didn't make it clear right for whatever reason he <clears throat> he chose not to and i think part of it is because Really, if you want to believe a certain way, you can pick your favorite verses, and then you can make it fit your Pretty theology. Much. And that's, so, that's right. the
0: dangerous thing, you know, is, is yeah. making doctrines out of whole, uh, a couple of verses here and right. there. and that's and part <clears> of,
3: why <throat> I see that a lot on both sides, and Calvinism, Arminian, they're not the only ones that do it, but other cults and stuff, they'll take verses out right. of context. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you have one verse, and you can build a doctrine out of it, but when you look at the whole picture, the whole context, it gives you a completely different meaning. And I think we're going to look at some verses that when you look at the context of it, you're like, oh, well, that... Really it doesn't... changes a little yeah, bit. Changes. But if <laughs> you just
0: willy-nilly pick it and put it together in a nice you know, uh, systematic theology book, right? Y- you can you can come up with different theologies, that's for sure. And you know, people, look, someone messaged and said, hey, look, Calvinists use the Bible too. And I'm like, I, I understand. When you, you said it on the... On the show last week, you're like, "That's why it's important to have the Bible as our." And, and I knew exactly what people were going to say. I'm like, right. "Everyone <laughs> claims that, yeah." yeah. And uh, but it is once we we have Bible as our foundation, we're going through that. We can at least see where we disagree, right? And we try to understand. And like, by no means are we trying to say Calvinists are not
1: saved. Uh, I, I don't know that. The only danger. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, wow. We all have, we all got friends that we know that are Calvinist. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yep. and, I, you know, yep. and I believe they honestly are going to say that they believe the Bible. Yep. Right. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. it's not something where they're trying to contradict to the scripture. It's just the understanding. And they're most
0: welcome, you know. <laughs> and we we understand we have different different disagreements on different doctrines, and uh, we don't come together because we agree. Now, I was at the Shindig, and we were talking about this, and I was, uh, my message was loving one another, and there was a point where I said, these things shouldn't divide us, like Calvinism and Arminianism, and a lady came up to me and was like, are you sure about that? And I said, well, <laughs> uh, for the sake of the message, that's what I said, but I get it. There can be a time where it becomes contentious. Right where both sides are digging in, but they really shouldn't. Uh, it just depends on who's trying to push what agenda the most. And and sometimes it's it's become so important where it becomes cult-like, you know, yeah. where, and unfortunately on the Calvinistic side, they have that systematic way of believing where it can turn into that. I'm not saying they're cultists, but yeah. you know what I'm <laughs> it's, saying. It's It can be like, if you don't believe this, then you're not even a Christian. And these things are important because what we, we talked about um a couple of weeks ago, you were reading something, and, and you're like, "Why is this such a big issue?" Because it's about salvation,
2: right? Because if I if I believe differently than you, I might not think that you're saved, or right. I might not think that you have the opportunity to be saved, or. Um, you know, relatives that we have that you know I'm praying to be saved, and you don't think that they could be because they're not part of the elect or whatever. So it's a big deal. It
0: it, it is a big deal, and it's fair. And we're gonna we're gonna cover some of this. And if you notice, my voice still isn't quite back yet. And uh, so if you hear me clearing my throat throughout the episode, I apologize. Uh, But hopefully by next week it'll be back to normal.
3: Well, we were talking before earlier, just you and I, about how. We tend to, our mankind or whatever, they we, we like to use our philosophy and our reasoning, and part of this Calvinism, Arminianism, it all stems from, I think, a philosophical view of trying to understand God. Right, right. And, and the downside of doing that is we tend to put God inside of a box yes. to fit our philosophy. Right. And to make it where we can understand and some things we just don't understand.
0: Right. Well, in Romans, I think it is where it talks about how he's inscrutable and he's, he, he's in We can't, there's not enough words
3: and we can't find him out completely. Right. But the and, <clears throat> Calvinist people I've talked to, their favorite phrase is to say, well, God's ways are higher than our way. Right. <laughs> that, and that in, ends the conversation. Yeah. What do you say after that? I mean, there are, there is some truth to that. And it's, it's sort of like um, if you start with a false premise you may have the best logic and the best best reasoning skills, but if your premise is false, right, everything after that is it's false. false. Right. right, so exactly. and you're trying to fit everything <clears throat> to that, right? When you try to interpret the scripture through the philosophy of Calvinism or Arminianism, it's going to be skewed because yep. you're viewing it through a a preconceived notion. And we all do that. We right. all have a worldview.
0: Right. And hopefully our worldview is malleable where when we're confronted by something in Scripture, we're like, well, does that mess with everything that I believed, you know? Right. And, and so, do I change my worldview? And in some ways, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, you need to. But if you're so stuck in whatever denomination theology that you believe, whether you're a Lutheran, whether you're a Calvinist, whether you're a Catholic or whatever, whatever you are, Baptist, you're so ingrained in that, and that can't fit into my my, my worldview because I'm this. That's a problem. You yeah. need to be able to be yeah. changed and be like, you know what, I'm a—what I'm a, uh, what were we growing up? Um, uh, Pentecostal, you know, or what right. Do you, charismatic, right? And there were some verses that, you know, like weren't too comfortable for us, and I've got to change my worldview, not— you know, change the Bible. And that, that is the key. So why don't we go ahead and just jump into this email. <clears throat> and uh, I tried to print it out bigger for you guys, but it just didn't keep getting bigger. Just, But Abigail <laughs> but figured out how to get this one bigger for me. But so this is from Big Fan Brand. He's emailed multiple times and uh, we appreciate his input. And he took a long time to put this out. So I it thought it, it, it's worth it. So, oh, he starts out, oh, this should have been a two-parter. And um, I am not all the way finished through the episode. He's talking about the first one, five reasons why I'm not a Calvinist. (laughs) Sorry. I am on your point five segment, but I started it over halfway through to take notes. Of the friends I know, I would say half lean toward the tulip side of the force. He's, he, I, like, I like his humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, only a tiny fraction of them would say that they are Calvinists. And I would actually agree with that. There's yeah. there's a number of people in our lives that are probably like that. Right? That yeah. they There's actually someone in my life who claims to be Calvinist, and I'm like, mm, no, you're not. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. uh, but anyway... Um, they refer to the Spurgeon Sproul Reformed theology title. Now there is a difference between Reformed and Calvinism, and to me there is no difference.
3: Yeah, I right. was just saying what this. But to Calvinists hairs? and
0: all that, there 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 is a little difference. To be fair, you know, I I understand the nuances. You know, in our world, I just look at them and say. They're the same, come on, yeah. but I'm sure there are their nuances and they argue amongst themselves like and they know splitting
3: hairs with a hatchet, yeah. yeah I mean,
0: <laughs> so anyway, he goes on, My friends in the other persuasion tend to refer to themselves as, uh, as free will, but they do not go for the more derogatory term free willers. And uh, interesting enough, uh, I, I don't know, have you ever heard of free willers? No, okay, I guess that is a connotation this out there. This is
3: a free will Baptist. Right, I yeah. don't know.
0: But uh, I'm all right being called free willer, but I guess for the same reason, some may check white in the race box on government form, but they do not take kindly to be called whitey. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but... Um, uh, Sounds like he doesn't like labels. No, yeah, well, that's, no. I, I think that's a lot of, especially in our circles, our right. friends, We no one likes labels. But eventually, we do fall into some of them. Yeah. We do, yeah. Whether we like it or not, and it's like, well, you're a Calvinist. They're like, no, I'm not. But you believe in tulip. You believe all these things. You're a Calvinist. Ah, no. you know, like someone claimed that I was a Plagian, and and I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I read Plagian. I'm like, mm, I'm 80 percent Plagian. <laughs> Maybe and,
3: right. You <laughs> might have a point.
0: So uh, there are labels. I think the problem with labels is I think we give labels so we can dismiss people, and that's a problem. Right, yeah. We if you if you if you want to try to understand people, that's one thing. Like, okay, he's a Calvinist. Now let me work through his worldview. That's right. fine. Right. But most people are trying to figure out, like, oh, Chuck, what is Chuck? Okay, I'm listening to him. Uh, you're a Molinism. And you're like, I don't even know what that is, yeah. man. <laughs> but it's like, well, that's what you are. And like, okay, now all your arguments are irrelevant. You know, it's, right. that's, yeah. that's why we do that, and that's not good. Well, it's the
1: same concept whenever we when people are talking to you and ask you, you know, I don't know what the term would be, but they're trying to figure out what denomination you are. Sure. It's right. the same thing. We're trying to figure out, you know, what camp are you falling in? Yep. What, what what, what, what theology do you believe? Right. You know? No, what kind of Baptist? Right, what kind of Baptist? Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're,
0: oh, you're one of those. Oh, <laughs> okay. And then they uh, seemingly disappear from your life. Well,
3: we tend to do that <clears throat> because it helps us, I think, in our mind to sort things out. But the problem is, like I said earlier, we end up people in, a, yeah, yeah, we judge mm-hmm. people. and We put right. them in a box rather than listening to what they really yeah. say. So. I think the,
1: the the key is we should be able to sit down with them and, and look at the scriptures and right, right. and uh, help each other. Yep, try yeah, to understand them. Exactly.
0: And if, even if we disagree, yeah. you know, there's there's no problem with that. Um, I have been delighted and fascinated to hear the hearts of these two camps. He's talking about Calvinism and Free Willers. I'm a, I guess you could call them Arminians too. Uh, both additionally lay claim to the phrase, we follow the Bible. Yeah, we talked about that. Now, everybody's going to claim, you know, the Jehovah <laughs> Witnesses, the Mormons, they all cl- claim the same thing. We follow the Bible. To be level-handed, there are verses on both sides that I have not heard completely settled. settling responses to. So, he's going to list some verses here. Now, Brian, I <clears throat> don't know if you're going to get complete answers on, on this <laughs> show. Uh, there is much smarter people that, uh, study these things all the time. Right. And we are no theologians. Like mm-hmm. we study the Bible. I read a lot of books. Chuck reads a lot of books. Do you read a lot of books? You read a lot more of these kind of books.
3: Yeah. And, and
0: so we're, we're not dummies. Uh, we are convinced on what we believe. We, we know a lot of these issues, but this is not a Calvinistic, anti-Calvinistic podcast or show. So if you're wanting a deep dive, uh, you can go to Soterial IG 101 for that. That is uh, something else. But we will give our best effort because you ask the question, you take the time, and we will go ahead and go through this. So. Babe, why don't we go ahead? Oh, why don't we just take a break first? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at the time.
2: All right. So you want to start with John 6:44?
0: John 6:44. Everyone knows this one, right?
2: Okay. It says, no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day.
0: That's right. Now, in my notes, I had a number of notes. And I had a Bible verse I wanted to put, but I, I couldn't find it, and I wrote it down on Was one. Is it
2: John twelve thirty two?
0: Oh, you have that. Okay, we'll leave that for later. Okay. But uh, so John six forty four. Let's talk about this uh, first and foremost, right? So the uh, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on that last day. So the, you know the Calvinist idea would be like, see, you can't go to the Father; he has to draw you first. Now this might shock you guys, I don't know, but I don't have a problem with this. Mm -hmm. I really don't have a problem with this at all. I I believe this. this. I believe that. We really, we can try to attain, uh, reach out to God. I think that is what the human race has been doing for thousands of years. Look at all the world religions. They are doing their best effort to reach to God, and it's for nothing. It's, It's for nothing. And so God does have to draw us in. But I think he did. I think he reached, he's drawing everybody to him.
1: Yes, I think so. I think, you know, I think that's part of the job of the Holy Spirit is, you know, the, the Spirit draws us, the Spirit convicts us of our need, right. um, and He tells you, you know, draw, draw near to God, and He'll draw near to you. I mean, yep. it's, it is something that we are instructed to do, right. but um, yeah, He does, I, I, I agree with you, I believe that uh, the Spirit has to draw us. Right.
0: It's, it's obvious. We, we're not, we don't initiate it. God initiates it, but He sent His Son to die for sinners. He didn't die for the elect, He died for sinners. And and so that's the the, the drawing. I, I've done everything I can for you. Here you go. And in fact, John twelve thirty-two says
2: And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me.
0: So he was lifted up, yes. crucified, and he drew all men. So that was the drawing. He's drawing. Now I, I know we had a, a friend of ours who was saying, like, I wasn't seeking God. And and God just reached out and, and, and I got saved, and I wasn't really seeking. And I'm like, that might be true. You might not have been a seeker. Right. I was seeking. I was. I grew up in a church, and I wanted to know the truth, and I, I, I was so confused. So I was seeking when, when I found Christ. But she might not have been. But when the message came, that was him drawing, and she responded— and it wasn't that you know the, the, the Calvinists have to say they you have to get your heart regenerated first for you to actually believe uh, because they believe believe is a work and it has to but the Bible never teaches any of that so that's that, that's kind of the problem they have they have to do all this the work with the the word draw here uh, they do a deep dive into the word draw and they go to the Septuagint uh, for the Hebrew word that's translated into Greek. Uh, to the word draw, and it just gets really messy. And, right. and draw is, like they're just saying that draw is like, it, you have no choice in the matter. But most of the time when it's draw, it's it's always, it's inanimate objects. right? And, and so that's yeah. a problem. But when it's talking about humans, usually it's like here, he'll draw all men. If I be lifted up, I'm going to draw all men unto Well, just me. because he's
3: drawing all men doesn't mean they're all coming. Well, right? that is the
0: argument that the Calvinists would, would make, is that only the ones that he's drawn are... Uh, respond. And, and
3: so, it's not... Well, but it says he draws all men. I know this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, that, that's the problem is when you start to have to go through a Greek and get a lexicon, and then it's like, well, what Greek are you, are you going through all of them <laughs> to find one that fits your right. theology? That's what we were talking about earlier. When you interpret the Bible through the lens of your preconceived right theology, then you run into problems.
1: Big problems.
3: Because then there's verses that you have to dismiss because they contradict right. your theology, and it creates a mess.
1: And I think that probably is part of what John Calvin went through to begin with, because obviously he was he broke off from the Catholic, Catholic Church, Church. Yep, right. and he had this concept of God that he got through Catholicism, yep. and he's trying to make things fit now. And looking at the scripture, and actually, but actually, he's got this in the back of his mind. Even though he broke away from it, it's what he was brought up in. Right. right. You so I can see him right. bringing these concepts into his thought process, and I think it muddied the water. Yeah, yeah I think right. so. Yeah.
0: And and as we uh, instead of keep growing on those things, it just kind of like got cemented, and no one ever challenged those things. Unfortunately, so that was John six forty-four, That unless. Uh, the father draws, but I, I do believe that, and I but I do think he's drawing us all the time, and because he, and he draws all men. Yep. Okay. So we. Did you have something you wanted to say, real quick, or you're just you're just keeping up on your?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some of the verses around 6:44, right? And uh, one of them is that you just have to. Well, I'm, we won't go into it, but just look at the whole context of the the whole conversation, right? And that it gives a better explanation. So, anyway. All right, well, the next,
0: the, time now. the next verse that he has is Romans eight twenty four. 24, oh, and, yeah, yeah. Not, 8, I mean, not 8, right.
2: 24. Romans 8, 29 says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren.
0: Yes, and then if you go on, Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them also he called, and who he called, he also justified, and who he justified, he also glorified. What... Shall we then say to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? This is a great passage. Yeah. And the problem with this verse is, once again, if I knew nothing of Calvinism, and I'm just reading this, I I don't have to filter it through that Calvinistic lens. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we've been talking about. And and, and so, when I'm reading this as a kid, I had no problem understanding this. Then when you get introduced to something like Calvinism, then you're... Anytime you see the word predestinate chosen, or, you know, those kind of words, immediately you have to figure, I have to defend this through the Calvinistic lens, or not defend it through that, but I have to defend my position. Right. Uh, But it hasn't, okay, so let's break this down.
3: Well, yeah, what is he predestinating (laughs) us to? Right, it has but, to
0: be something. There's an object here, right? Right, mm-hmm. and has to be conformed to the image of his son. Right. So we are all. That is what he had predetermined. He's not talking about individuals here. He's no. talking about us as a group. Right. Those that are his are going to be be conformed to the image of his son. He pre, he predetermined that. And that's what he uh, wanted ahead it, of time. And it
2: does also say whom he did foreknow. So right. it's not, it's based on him knowing before. I was even born what I was going to choose to believe.
0: Right. His foreknowledge and foreknowledge doesn't make a choice. Like just because I know something ahead of time doesn't mean I caused it. Does that make sense? Right. And so just because I have knowledge of something. So now that I have knowledge that these these people who are going to believe in me, uh, they are gonna be conformed to the image of his son. Now the example I like to use this is a very messy example and and we've tried to explain this before, but I'm a sports guy somewhat so I know during March There's a March Madness, you know, right. and mm-hmm. bracket time and everybody fills Bye. out a bracket. Now it is predetermined the seeding that takes place, uh, the, the winner of the Big Ten, you know, gets this, or whatever. And you have the number one team play the number 16 t- team in this bracket. Number one, versus number 16, number two, verse 15, and so on and so forth. Right. Follow me? Mm-hmm. And it's predetermined. And then they put the colleges in there, and then they play each other. Now, it is predetermined that that format is going to conform us to one winner— Right. One yes. winner yeah and That's... we don't necessarily know who that winner is it's the way that it's set up so the way I like to say that you know like the whole creation is set up to where God is he wants a people that is his people that that believe in him and The what I would say would choose him that would choose to honor him and believe what he says to have faith in him so he creates this world where it's challenging there is, it's challenging we don't see God with our eyes. We don't, we didn't, I didn't see Jesus being crucified. I didn't see Jesus die on the cross, but I have to believe these things by faith. And so it is challenging in our lives, but because we, we can believe that we, we go through this overcoming process basically. And uh, we believe we are predestined. We are determined to be conformed to the image of his son. So whether we like it, you know, those that are saved, are going to be conformed to his to the image of his son. We're right. going to be like Jesus right. because it's all about Jesus. It's not about us. The image of his son. Our image is fallen and faulty. Yep. The image of Christ is perfect. He's going to bore us again, born us again. That's what you know. And and we're going to take his image. That was predetermined before the four foundations of the world. That's all he's saying. And that those he, uh, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, those he called, he also justified, he justified, he also glorified. Now, you know, this is not a, process. This isn't like sanctification process where one day I'll be glorified. We are glorified right, right, right. now. Yeah. If we believe in Christ, we are justified. We are glorified. We are called. We are those things already
1: by faith. So anyway, this is just... So going back to something you said a minute ago that that, that to me is a key to understanding the scripture when it comes to knowing this, at least for me, this is the way I the, my belief and how I look at it, is the scriptures that when we see these is uh, it has to be looked at as he's speaking to a group of people and not an individual. yeah I mean, if you look at it from an individual perspective, then you can get to the understanding that the Calvinists have. But when you understand that God has, his, his this was his plan. He created yes. a system within that we live and we have to live within that system. and if things take place as you mentioned, if we you know then then we become drawn to him then yes. we, once those things occur, we if we believe and choose that. To follow those paths within the realm that He created, then we will be saved. Then we'll be yeah.
0: There. And remember that when we get to the fourth one, because that's going to come in handy. So there's uh,
3: one verse I thought was interesting. He didn't add was okay it Romans eight thirty three. Okay, that's uh Let me get back there. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. The whole context. This is another problem. You got to let the Bible define its terms because. Election doesn't always mean elected to be saved. Right. There's other, like the next chapter, he talks about election, and that's the nation of Israel being formed. Yes. We're comparing um, Jacob and Esau because he says, Jacob, uh, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Well, that's not talking about salvation. God didn't elect one to be saved and elect the other <laughs> to not be saved. It's just God chose one line of people to for, to start his nation. So Indeed, indeed. So, uh, we need to let look at the context and how it's being defined and how it's being used and not interpret it through one set of, uh, again, theological parameters. Ideology yeah. and stuff. Well,
0: cool. Well, mm. let's see. We have uh, the next one. Maybe we'll save these two. Let, let's take a quick break, Joshua, and uh, we'll come back. We have some kind of game. Uh, lighten the mood a little bit and then uh, we'll come back with a couple other verses.
2: Thank you for listening this is the Mike Charleston show
0: All right, we are back. I just had a, a iPad collapse here so I don't know how to get this back up but okay. We don't need it. I don't know. This thing's it. garbage. Anyway, we are. This is where the segment where we play games and, and all that kind of stuff. So a, uh, yeah. it's game time with Abigail, right? I don't know. How does this work? Is this is oh. stupid. <laughs> Open up. Yeah, okay, we got it. We got it. Got it. And no. Uh-oh. No. No. If yep, you're watching, you can see how oh, there we we are. Yeah, okay, yeah. We it goes.
3: Okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. Okay, we
0: got
3: it. <laughs> all right.
0: And now uh, it's time, time with Abigail. All right, we are <coughs> joined with Abigail. Now this is, we're going to do what? Bible Mad Gab? Yep. And so for all those people who complain about it, the game show needs to be shorter. Well, this is going to be timed. And so we have no choice, but I hate this game because I'm not any good at it. But if you know Mad Gab, you've, you've got to read it and it, it's nonsense words, and it sounds like something you have to try to figure out what they're saying, right? Oh, the Sarah's yeah. like awesome at this, so she'll win like that. Oh, uh, is that the Not rule? That's
4: Yep. Um, you have a stack of papers in front of you, and you're gonna flip them around whenever I say time, and we're going to have one minute to get through all these. That's I don't. Think, I don't think everyone will get through all of them, but it's just so in case you get that far.
3: Oh, you're you've really positive. Plenty. So but when it's your turn, you, return, like you, you or... have to go see how many you can get through. Yes. yes. And oh, so you okay, flip I'm it sure.
4: over, you read it. You once you know what it says, I'll tell you. I'll tell you if it's right or wrong. And then once you get it right, you move on to the next one.
3: No okay. problem. And
4: hmm. if you want, and you're just stuck after a couple seconds, just like ten seconds, you can pass it and go on to the next one. Can you can go you back it? to things that you passed? No. Okay uh-huh. Unless you run out of cards And we'll have to go well, through Well what's up with
0: that I'll just keep passing Until I find a good one
2: <laughs> well, That's why yeah, you can't Nor- go back
0: Well yeah you can't go you back You can't go back I know but it go, I just There's pass Well then you might get to, ha- they, get well,
2: might get to ha- they get harder as you go Your time's still taking really? This whole time you're passing no, I, I understand yeah.
1: that Alright totally well yeah. Is Chuck gonna go first? Oh well, yep. sure since I don't know What I'm doing That'd be great Have you ever played Mad Gab before? Never in my life Oh wow let Sarah go first to set the bar Oh no
2: <laughs> Maybe Dad should go first.
1: No, you can go
0: first, babe. Yeah, let go ahead and start
2: the But then y'all will be so embarrassed. No, because
0: we'll <laughs> be like, we make it sound Maybe easy.
4: Maybe not, I might not do that well. Well, that's
1: what we're hoping. <laughs> yeah. All right. All so right. we're
4: going to start with Mom. How much
1: time okay. do we have?
4: One minute. So I'm going to like take my clock. Stack, you're gonna flip the stack to flip it over, and then you're going to read no, it you out just, loud. You and, flip okay. it
0: over like this, or yes. you flip this one over?
4: Nope, you flip the whole stack over. The whole stack. when I On your mark, get set and go.
2: Hey, lambs tanned lamp stand yes Lafit ik us Leviticus yes Jacob stream Jacob's dream. yep Haley fight womb Anne
0: Haley hey, fight
2: womb and uh something woman Haley fight Haley fight woman
0: yeah, this is where you should pass
2: a Levite woman, woman. yeah I knew it mm-hmm. would come Ace uh, keen Guff. chewed uh what, what? <laughs> Ace a uh, king of Judah? He's mm-hmm. a king of Judah. That's not quite it. Oh. Ace a uh, king of Judah. Ace, you're close. A- 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 Ace a king of Judah. Yes, there it is. You'll not surely die. You'll <laughs> not surely die. That's correct. Heed Eve I did thus he.
0: Five seconds.
2: He'd Eve I did thus he. Heed Epi. Tons, Tons
0: up. Wow. She got six.
4: She got six. Yes. What yeah. is the last one? He divided the C. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Is, that's how you do it. This is no. gonna be embarrassing. It's just like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Just like that. Yeah. Bye. Okay. <laughs> now, Chuck, you are ready to see what
0: it's really like.
4: Woo-hoo.
0: I'm ready. All right, you Get ready? the timer on the clock. One right. minute.
4: Ready. <clears throat> Set and go.
0: Philippi. Philippi. Yes. That's the city. Sign man is carrying it. Sign man is carrying, it. sign man is carry it. Oh, S- Simon is carry it? Yes. Sign Simon yes. is carry Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, prepare a place. Uh, pre- prepare a place. Yes. Oh, man. Phil hippie hens. Phil hippie hens. Phil hippie hens. Philippians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Play guff rocks. Guff rocks. Play Guffrocks. Play Guffrocks. Play Guffrocks. Almost. Play Guffrocks. Plague. Plague a frogs.
1: Plague of frogs. Yes.
0: Plague of frogs. Jordan Riffer. Jordan Riffer. Jordan Riffer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's a guy, He's a Hezekiah.
4: Yes. All what? right.
0: Bulldazzle Ion. Bulldazzle Ion. Bulldazzle Ion. Bulldazzle. Bold as a lion. I don't know that one. Wow,
4: babe, look at you! You beat me. I know,
0: man. I got wow. seven. That's
4: awesome.
0: <clears throat> That's why I should have passed some. Is that no, bold, bold, dazzle iron. Bold,
4: bold as a as lion? Bold
0: as a bold lion. Bold as a lion. I would have. If that was the first one, you'd be still here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I one, be still here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that one.
4: But I was <laughs> right, rolling. I was going All right, what are you doing? How many are you, you doing? You got it ready. Got one seven. seven.
3: Are you ready? On your mark, get set, and go. Ginny says. What? <laughs> Jenny says. Oh. Jenny says. Jesus?
2: No. This is mm-hmm. easier
3: if I just hear. Her. Go ahead, song. Jenny says. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to pass. <laughs> Card enough eaten. What? <laughs>
2: Come on, Larry! <laughs> you know, here, listen to what you're saying.
3: Card enough eaten. Card enough eaten. Card enough eaten. Garden of Eden. Yes. Mm. All right. Oh, I Oh, he's one. out of place. Thus, peer. Tough got. Oh, got. Thus, pure. Thus, peer. <laughs> <thus>, peer got. <laughs> oh, this, my oh, goodness. God. This is bad. Yes. Thus, pure got. Thus, pure. <laughs> it's a. Thus, Peter, though, though, God,
2: right? Larry? Is that what though or tough? What are you doing? T-
3: t- tough, tough, t- t- God. Yeah. The, Ch- Pure Pure uh, wow, the
2: spirit and time's
3: up. Wow! Can I have a spear, tough? The spirit. The The first oh, okay. one was. Oh, my what was the first one? Go back to the first Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Genesis. Oh, Can
1: I have Mike read mine for me? I know.
2: It's a lot easier to hear. <laughs> yeah.
1: So understand now. Don't look at. Just listen to. Wow! Okay, got you. You got one. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Ready, set, go. Exodus. Pagans. Pagans? Yes. Cohen Pass. Cohen pa- Peace. Go oh. in peace? Yes. God will prove hide. God will pr- oh. provide. Yeah. Yes. Naomi. Naomi? Yes. Idolatry. Idolatry. I <laughs> <tree? laughs> yep. Unlawful Tartooth Lurd. What? An altar. An altar. Toothy Lord. An altar. Unaltered un- un- tooth. Pass. Lando Fish Rail. Lando. Lane, land, of, your- land of Land. of fish rail. Lane, Land of your land of Lane. <laughs> land of fish. Land of in Land of Fish land of land of Fish. Pass, land signs. of face. Lando's in your fish. Cyan. in Cyan, Everlasting Father. Heverla- everlasting Father. Yes. Gray Van Hemaes. Time's up. Wow. wow. How many did you get? Let's see. You passed two, so five, I think that is eight. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Wow. Eight. Wow. She I'm, shouldn't be allowed to pass.
2: I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to
1: do it again. I can't get more than that. You didn't Land of Israel.
2: It's all good. <laughs> What's I that I one? pass.
1: Uh, Um, An altar to the Lord.
2: An altar to the Lord. An altar to the Lord. I don't know
0: why we were able to pass. In the game, you can't pass. You're just stuck.
1: That's true. Well, I'm the game did. Around. I finally win again. A, a <laughs> teammate's <is> supposed <laughs> to help you
0: Literally. like say more of the last part of the all as part of the second word, yeah. and they'd help you.
4: Well, that's why we could Farm, pass because you guys weren't going to know what they were necessarily. So, Well, well they he has got
0: some easy ones. Like Chuck the first one, and I, like
1: Exodus. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exit us. Exit us. Yep. Exodus. Yep. The Usually kill everybody on this.
2: Yeah, I know. I should have passed when. Yeah.
0: Yep. yeah. You didn't know how to play. You don't know how to play to win. And uh, So how many did I get? I ended up seven, you know seven. seven. So Chuck actually won. Yeah. Wow. wow. And I lost. Yes. That was fun, though. That's yeah. uh, that's the advantage of going last, right? He know yeah, how to play Yeah, I actually now. got
1: to yeah, look <laughs> yeah, at the next words. next time when hey, he says, I don't know it. how
4: to play. Let's
3: see what let Chuck does when he goes first. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Larry. Hmm. Oh, wow. I'll have to practice that. That seems like a fun game to play. Yeah, yeah no, it's not. <laughs> the real game is very, very difficult. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to these. I don't see think how, so, I'm going to see yeah. how Pam does. Yeah, you should. Is she good Sarah. at that kind of stuff? Yeah, I
0: think, I so. think yeah. she'd be yeah. good at I it. I think Sarah's good. really good at this because of like, that's like baby talk and and <laughs> you can like figure it out. Well, she's been around babies, <laughs> well, her whole that's life. That's true. And, Why and, is that
2: so funny? What well,
3: it's just, it, it is true. Because you can talk
2: like a baby? Well, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know what was I like. was thinking of, uh, I was, the house is at today. They're, I don't know how old Atlas is, but he's three. Yeah, trying to understand him. I'm like, I have no idea what he's saying. He should, you should play this game a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So speaking of our week, uh, this was the holiday weekend and people were going to and fro. And uh, so not much going on, except for we went up north, the freezer took us off. I mean, it was cold.
3: Yeah, you went up to the North Pole, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> close much. enough. Uh, by the
0: time we got there, it was, the wind chill was negative, tw- uh, negative, below, negative 20. Yeah. And it wow. was, that was cold. I had to pet my van along. Come on, baby, you can make it. You, you're good. <laughs> I think we had to put a coat on it, on the engine. <laughs> it's a good I, thing you guys
3: like the cold. Oh yes. yes. I loved it. Yeah, that was, <laughs> really was great.
0: Huh? I think I stepped outside like twice. No, that's not true. But the uh, <laughs> I hate being cold, and not only was I cold, I wasn't feeling well. Yeah, it's and miserable. it was just like just a constant cough. It wasn't like I felt bad, but it was just I couldn't. I can't hear. I can only hear if I have headphones on. So if I can walk around with headphones on, that'd be great. But during the process, my daughter got engaged. So yeah,
2: and <laughs> yep, I took the kids for a walk in the snow, wow. and then um, Cameron and Rebecca lagged behind a little bit and.
3: Did you know it was... Human? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they God.
2: got to a really pretty area around the pond where there was a bridge and they stopped. And
3: yep. So that's the they, first... they didn't go to a gazebo? I there told was, them a there gazebo, was a gazebo, uh, but the
2: bridge was pretty, uh, Well, that. okay. The
3: bridge is close <laughs> yeah. enough. Was it snowing?
2: It wasn't snowing, uh, but there was snow, snow all around. Uh, okay, yeah. It was pretty.
3: Hall, uh, Hallmark Channel picture.
0: Yeah, except for so, they were yeah. dressed like it was cold. Like a Hallmark, they're like out there, just like a jacket that's kind of open and be like, <laughs> yeah, it's not cold out. I'm like, dude, whatever. Um, it is cold uh, So anyway, that's that's kind of the big news Our first daughter that's off the list So all you guys out there, cross her off She's gone do you want to
1: tell them who so you make sure they know so All those hearts are broken? Yeah, Rebecca, Was, yeah. Rebecca? Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. say Rebecca, okay Yeah, Rebecca's the first <laughs>
3: Well, it seems to be something in the air Oh, well, do, you, do you have something, Larry? Something because, in the air uh, my first daughter, although not first daughter And age-wise, but right. first daughter to get engaged Same with Rebecca Yeah, mm-hmm. is engaged She's yeah. Yeah. second daughter. Yeah. She's engaged too, right? Danny ain't. Yeah. engaged. Yeah. You want to say his name? Yeah. Uh, no. no, I'm just <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> Jeremiah, but he's not from around. He, he's from Virginia. from Virginia. Virginia, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, no. Oh. D- so, Chuck, did you have any daughters I have get engaged?
1: Nobody who got engaged. Nobody okay. got engaged. No, wow. Nobody got engaged. So, I'm, I'm good. That's man. probably good for yeah, you. Right, right. Thank goodness. Yeah. I've had three weddings in 14 months, <laughs> yeah, as y'all knew before. Of course, it's been a few months since then, but yeah. No, no, we didn't get any of that. We, uh, we did get surprised. We had some uh, uh, family come home for Christmas that we weren't expecting. Well, so. Hannah and
0: Andy, they decided, enough of this cold stuff. We're yeah, going to go visit south the South. There. There.
1: Yeah, they moved South. They actually, yeah, they should have gone a little farther South the first night. Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> They stopped and uh, woke up the next morning, and the first couple hours were pretty rough. But uh, yeah. they got in Friday night, and okay. uh, were there for the weekend, and then... Uh, uh, Kate and Sharon actually came Christmas uh, night, okay. So we had oh, them there. Wow. So we had a good group for for Christmas. That was pretty nice. And uh, so Kate and Sharon brought us a a, a Christmas gift. It was an uh, they had made an album from they their wedding an album. album. From... So oh, we wow. actually had the nice. actual album, and we opened it up. And on the first page, there was a picture there that we weren't is expecting. It was a book? picture of an ultrasound. Uh, yeah, wow. so so It's kind of a kissing, kissing book. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> kind of a kissing <laughs> book. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got a baby coming and. Uh, July, I believe. Sweet. It. Yep. Sweet.
0: So, Exciting. So, yep. two,
1: two, two well, dollars who are pregnant. I got right. one in May, March, March. March. And one in July.
3: So, yes. So, well, that'd be five grandkids, right?
0: Yeah. Six. Six. Yeah, six. That's right. Yep. 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 So, uh, we're just entering into that world. Uh, wow. Getting people married. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeremiah and Abby got married. And now Rebecca. Uh, and they want to, like, do this pretty quickly. And I'm like, Easy. Uh, have mercy on us, but um, but yeah, so that's that's exciting. We'll figure all this out. This is our first, I did,
1: I did, got, I did tell s- six weeks, man. Go for it. No way. <laughs> when, no so, wave. when
3: Jeremiah was down here, he helped us. He your did Jeremiah, the welding not for mine. not your Jeremiah, all right?
1: But he we'll called yours the,
3: JB, yeah, JB. JB. He did the welding for us at our house for the beam, anyway. He um was talking to me about proposing to Jenny Kate. I said, Well, uh. Did she tell you that we still we we practice the dowry system? Right.
1: Yes. And he, he goes, goes, wasn't aware of that. Does that what goes, it was? What,
3: what is that? Is that yeah. where you have to pay? I said, yeah, exactly. He goes, whatever the price, she's she's worth it. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Be very careful what you say. Yeah. So how much did you say?
3: So we're we're going to be sitting pretty nice for a while. Yeah. You
0: know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He forgets his house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So cool. So anyway, that's that's what's been going on. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the little game show segment. Thank you, Abigail. Do you have anything you want to say? All right. So she did a little recital with her little students for uh, guitar and all that. How'd that go?
4: It was pretty good to see all the students with yeah. the work that they've done. So They were
3: adorable. They're adorable. The parents, what are their ages?
2: They're like 10, 12, somewhere okay. around there. Nice. Yep. And yeah, they went up, fun. and then at the end, they all played a song together on the guitar. Oh, she had them all up there. Yeah. Anyway, the parents all love Abigail and think she's amazing, which I'm like, of course.
0: Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, Joshua, why don't you go ahead and get us out of here? Joshua's amazing, too, right?
2: Yep. absolutely, yeah, amazing. For sure.
0: Yep. So, did, was there any news for Joshua? No. Oh, no. He's, just, he's happy because if you don't know Joshua... He's kind of um, he's happy-go-lucky, and there's not much in this world that he's just he's happy all the time, right? Most of the time, except for when he's producing the show and he's stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> but the um, uh, my parents got him a Soda Stream. Now we don't like Wait, drink. He or... got a Soda Stream. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 So we're we're not like big into sodas and all, but mm-hmm. Josh will like sodas, like yeah. cokes, and no, so now he's going to be making his own. All right. What What's
3: your favorite <laughs> flavor so far? He's got to think about that.
0: Oh, he's taking the mic. Uh, I I like root
1: beer, but maybe out of that pack, I actually like the spray a lot. Oh, a
0: the spray a lot. And he's going to work on making his own flavors and yeah. uh, mixing, mixing. In.
1: Oh, Joshua bought, brought root beer tonight, so you, you got something there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So he's having real fun with that. And he's like, hey, he's just going to use all the carbonated carbonation. <laughs> so anyway, we're not so thrilled. We spent lots of money on his teeth and now it's just all going to get <laughs> rotted out. So. All right, Joshua, why don't we go ahead and get out of here and we'll finish the rest of the show.
2: Thank you. The
0: Mike Charleston Show. And we are back after the game show with Abigail. Hopefully you enjoyed that. That was kind of fun. Yeah, uh, Chuck actually won.
3: Yeah, yeah. Good, good job. Uh, so now nice. Larry's
0: sitting in the loser chair. How <laughs> uh, how's that feel,
3: Larry? Not good. It's kind of embarrassing. It wasn't? Imagine doing that in
0: front of a thousand people.
1: (laughs) Well, thank y'all for going first to teach me how to play. That helps. We
0: should have just gone the other way, and it would have been more interesting to see it that way, (laughs) because they have never
1: played. Never played. Anyway, we're going to
0: continue on our subject with these verses that we're covering that are more or less Calvinistic verses, and Big Fan Brand wanted us to discuss these. And his next one is Ephesians one five, And Ephesians one five says what?
2: Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will.
0: Okay, so once again, I had notes on this. That somehow I lost this one. Uh, it was written on some other thing, and but I, I, I remember what I was going to say, something like this. But basically, the whole chapter of uh, First uh, uh, of Ephesians, Ephesians cha- chapter one. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's about adoption here, and right. and yeah. our adoption. In, in in Christ and not only do are we joint heirs together which you know whatever whatever Christ get we get,
3: Right. Yeah. And that is, yeah.
0: that's, that's our adoption, and that's what, he kind of explains adoption, and if you can do it, if you want to do a deep dive into what adoption is, it's, it's not exactly like how we do it in America, but it's close. Right. But it's, it's not exactly the same. If you want to look up how adoption is done, it's very fascinating, but well, we are adopted.
3: Yeah, and if you look at verse 4, it says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Right. So,
0: so he's he's talking uh, conduct here. Right. And how we should, but he has chosen us to do that. Yeah, yeah he right. He didn't choose us like... He, as, he didn't choose us.
1: But if you look and, at it from a, a Calvinistic view, it's he's chosen us, meaning me. Right. He chose me, maybe not you. Right. Because, right. Right.
0: And so, then he goes on having having predestinated. So, once again, we have this predestinated word, predetermined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ. So, once again, like the last, the previous verse that we just covered in um, the Romans, Romans. that he predestined us to be conformed to the image, well, he also predestined us to be adopted, that those that were his, they're going to be adopted. Right. And and so that the children of God are going to be his children with Christ, and the adoption is his. Uh, So, for for us, this is pretty easy. Like, this is a pretty easy verse, and... but I understand in theology, you can make it more complicated. But once again, if you're not shrouded in Calvinism, right. it's not that difficult. You no. can just focus on the adoption here that he predetermined that, hey, just like when when I'm going to look for a child and I'm like, babe, whoever we, we adopt out there, that I'm going to determine ahead of time that they get everything too. They're, they're, they're going to be one of our children, right. everything. They're not going to be any different. They're going to be just
3: one with our children. That's basically what he's saying. Right. Yeah. You can say another way of putting it maybe is that God predetermined, God's predetermined plan was that he was going to adopt children. Right. Yeah. And those children that he adopt, and the adoption is open for all. Right. And they should be
0: holy and without blame. Right.
3: form in love. And, uh, and conform to the image of the unadopted son, Christ. uh, According to the good pleasure of his will. So, his will is that, once again, we talked
0: about this, setting up this world the way he did and having people that are going to accept who he is and have faith in who he is by what they see around and what they hear and what they believe and they actually believe in in Christ. And so, it's in his good pleasure, his good pleasure of his will that he's going to adopt a people out of this corrupt world and and make them his own.
3: You brought up a good point about... When you adopt kids, you make them as they're one of yours. Right. In fact, that's the very thing that happens because in another verse, it says we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. Right. So, whatever Christ is going to inherit, we as adopted sons and daughters, are. he can't inherit what he's going to inherit unless right. we're there with him to inherit it because yeah, we're joint heirs with. We're him not because, just saved, right? Which would be good enough. Yeah, like if we the, just yeah. got
0: heaven and we got in, and we're like, right. yeah, hey, I'm glad. You know, I'm happy to be there. But not only that, we get everything that Christ gets exactly, it's, and that is that's amazing. That's so that, amazing grace,
3: and that's God's predetermined plan. He but, didn't predetermine us specifically. He had a plan that he would adopt kids and make them right. Heirs. So that's what we that's, think
0: that that verse is basically just referring to. Well, If you to.
3: look at the whole context, that's what it's talking <clears throat> yeah, about. Even the so, whole chapter, right. the whole chapter—that's yeah. what you're talking about.
0: Right? It's it's to me it's pretty simple, but uh, don't want to make it you know not to be condescending or anything.
3: Romans nine sixteen.
0: Romans nine sixteen. This is uh, this I, is I a, mentioned this
3: earlier. Yeah, I think nine
0: sixteen is the chapter uh, the Calvinist love chapter nine. Yeah. <laughs> And I actually like it for to, to go against Calvinism, but whatever. Let's go with nine sixteen.
2: Says so, so then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy.
0: Okay, and I think most Calvinists wouldn't just single out this verse here because I think they would be like, oh, this is a, a, an easy one to kind of explain away if you're not a Calvinist. because it's like, So, it depends not on the human will or exertion, but God who has mercy. So, it's not about your will, it's about God's will. And, and we get that. But uh, here's the problem. The whole, the whole chapter that it's talking about, because right before here, um, for he said to Moses, I will have mercy on who I have mercy and I have compassion on who I have compassion. And this, I think that's the, the quote where Moses is trying to save his people. Right. You know, the, the he's going to kill the Jews. Yeah. And he's like, I'll have mercy on who I have mercy and compassion on who I have compassion. God is in control. He can, he can show compassion if he wants to show compassion. He can raise up someone, just like he says in verse 16, for the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, even for the same purpose I have raised thee up, that I might show my power. And I was discussing with someone, a Calvinist online, And I said, you know, in chapter 9, I believe this is talking about nations. We're we're talking about the calling of a nation. And the whole book of Romans is a a twist here that the Jew has got to be confused because all of a sudden we we have the law. We have the prophets. We have everything, the oracles of God. And now everything is changing that you can be justified by faith alone? Yeah. Like what is going on? And what about us? What yeah. is the purpose of us? And so, in verse 9, he's talking about the purpose of Israel. And, and he was saying, yes, I actually agree with you. I do think it's talking about nations, but he uses individuals to make his point. Jacob and Esau, uh, Pharaoh. Well, you know, all but, of them. Uh,
3: they were the heads of nations. I know, so, right? Yeah, I, I, but, and that was my
0: argument back, but it was like, okay, so this is you know Jacob and Esau and Pharaoh. He rose up uh, for a specific specific reason. <coughs> uh, I'm trying not to cough. Um, <laughs> but so it's not about him who willeth or whatever, but God who shows mercy. So in the context of this, this is just talking about Jacob and Moses, and, and it, it doesn't matter if they want to be. Uh, chosen of God in that right. in that context, like Israel was the chosen of God, it had nothing to do with anything no. that they were. Uh, Israel, uh, Jacob was not a very good guy. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. he was kind of a shyster. Uh, it wasn't like Esau was any better. He, you know, yeah, they, they were both kind of weasels, <laughs> yeah. and he he chose one for the purposes of God to be demonstrated. He had to pick someone so that. The line of Christ could be established, so Christ could be born. It wasn't that he had nothing to do with Esau. I hate Esau just because, willy nilly. It's that I have to choose a nation to work through, and he did. And then he rejected this nation because they rejected him. Right.
4: Right. And right.
0: eventually, he's going to call them back uh, in the end times, as we believe. Yeah. But most Calvinists don't believe that the well, church is rest- uh, taken over. But this anyway. gets
3: into a bigger picture because the Bible is not just about people being saved, right. but God's plan from the beginning was to build a kingdom. Yes, right. it was. Right. And you, the Bible shows through the history of man and God dealing with man, his purpose all along was to build a kingdom, yes. and he wants to have a kingdom of his children.
0: Well, that goes back to what you were saying so, earlier, Chuck. On right, that, that is actually verse.
1: talking about a group. We're talking right. about a group, not specific. When right. you're approaching these sub, the these scriptures, and you look at it and you read them, if you read them from an individual, we're just talking about me. Yep. Let's just focus on me. Right, and I think right. that's where we get into a problem when we focus on me instead of letting the scripture explain itself. And you can see, it's just a group. This is this is not this is a people. This is a group of people the guys talk about, not an individual.
0: Yeah, because even in the later, it hath not the pow- potter power of the clay of the same lump. You know, and so if the guy, uh, where does it say? A, um, uh, under a desire, but but Naomi, we repels of God, shall form. Oh, shall the thing formed to him form and say, Why has thou made me thus? And it becomes individualistic, right? And so we right. read that and say, Oh, so see, he, he's being made, and how can he turn to the maker and say, How have you made me this way? And it's not talking about an individual. We're talking about nations here. Israel, he is raised up. He raised up the Egyptians for a season. He raised up the Babylonians for a season right. to to forward his purposes. And this is the whole problem with you know Calvinism in general. They like to, uh, we're going to get right here into it right now with this quote from Spurgeon. And this quote disturbs me because yeah. Yeah. This, this, it shows me that people who don't think that Spurgeon was a Calvinist, well, heads up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, babe, why don't you go ahead and read this. Okay. It,
2: it says, free will doctrine, what does it? It magnifies man into God. It declares God's purposes on nullity, since they cannot be carried out unless men are willing. It makes God's will a waiting servant to the will of man, and the whole covenant of grace dependent on human action. Denying election on the ground of injustice, it holds God to be a debtor to sinners."
0: And this is all false. It doesn't make any sense. Now, once again, he's coming through a mindset of Calvinism. Right. So, he even brings that up and he denies the election and and covenants of grace. Well, sure, but so does Mormonism. When, you know, if I'm talking to a Mormon, they're like, well, that goes against the covenants of... Grace or right, whatever yeah. they believe in there. Or
3: my uh, burning in my bosom. Right. A, yeah. And I'm like, well,
0: <laughs> so what? Let's talk about the scriptures.
3: Right. And, and so, how does it magnify
0: man into God? Right. We were talking about this off air and, you know, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is Calvinism and theology. And, and I'm just not, not just picking on Calvinists, Calvinist, but in theology, we get so heady sometimes, we forget right. about practicality. In practicality, in our very homes, we see this. That I am sovereign in my house, right? right. I rule my house as right. I see fit. And it's not dependent on my kids. I, their, their free will to do whatever, go against my will. I, I'm not like, ooh, what are they doing? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make <laughs> them dads all of a sudden. Right. Or
3: you didn't predetermine how they'd behave. Right. right. You <laughs> know, So,
0: I, I'm still going to lead my family. I'm still going to direct my family, whether they follow me or not. Right. Right. And if if they don't follow me, it's not going to change my purposes and my will. I'm right. still going to lead my family Correct. into godliness. And it doesn't uh,
3: take away from your sovereign. Not will, at all. To use your example. Not That's at good.
0: all. I, I and I want them to follow me. And if they don't, then there's punishment, and there's there's different things that I'm going to do. Well, that,
3: uh, just with that though, the punishment is also. It's not because it. Part of it is because you know. If they're going to make a bad decision, you want to prevent that right. because they could get hurt. Yep. And so, teaching them to obey is actually helping them in the long run. Absolutely. Yeah, one, of the, yeah, right. one of
1: the things that's the hardest for me to get my head around whenever we're dealing with the Calvinist the, the ideology is that they feel like nothing can, occurs outside of God's will. Right. right. Everything is within God's will. If it happened, it was God's will. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, you said that last but, week. But, yeah, you did it. That's true. But, um You know, we think we can just look at Scripture and look at examples of Scripture. God doesn't lose control if he does if his will isn't done. Right? Okay. Let's go back to the beginning of time. Whenever he created a people, people, and his idea was to have a kingdom, and he got to a point where he said, "They're all evil." They follow after evil. And, you know, he allowed that to happen during that time period. They got to this place where they weren't doing God's will. And he said, they were so bad, everything's so evil. I'm just going to destroy them all and start over. And he did, he didn't lose control. Right. He just had a people that didn't follow after him, and that was his design to begin with. Right. So he started over. right? Well, and then he chose a people, a nation of Israel, right. and the same thing happened with him. They went to a point where he wanted them to follow him. They would for a while. they turn away for a while. They would for a while. they turn away for a while. Now we come to a point where he brings his son into the world to be a savior for him, to right. redeem him from their sins, and they... Crucifying, yeah, So he him. turns away from them, and he opens up the opportunity to the Gentiles.
0: Right. It's like the Calvinists want to put God in a box by right. their theology because they're like, God, it'll go against God's purposes if we have free will. And I'm like, God's God. Yeah. He's pretty big. I don't think my decisions are un- going to undo his purposes. Right. He's exactly. not waiting for me. <laughs> You know, I think he's much bigger than what they think he is, and I think that's the bigger problem here is that, no, he has to fit in our framework here, and in fact, they make him evil where he's got to control every aspect and even the the sin in the world, and and that's where I have a problem. I'm all right with their, you know, saying that God is the God of salvation and that, you know, he's coming to save his people, and he's very strong, and it has nothing to do with us, and I'm, I'm all for that. Um, but then when you're putting it to where the people have no ability, uh, that's where I, I find that's not a loving God. That no. doesn't seem like to be the, the God of the Bible. Um, so, anyway, that was yeah, the, the God, quote from Spurgeon. God is
1: not a debtor to sinners, right? No. no that I, quote from Spurgeon is just unbelievable. And I don't
0: know how that is even possible with my free will. You know, I believe I do have a free will. He's not in debt to me at all. No, I, I don't no, understand no. how that's even possible just because – I sinned. So maybe it goes back to their idea of like sinful nature or something like that. Right, but yeah. if 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 I've sinned against God, I deserve death and judgment. I don't deserve heaven. He's not in debt to me. He doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't no. have to save me. But if he made me this way, he I'm in he's in he's kind of in debt to me. If, right? if I'm yeah. one of the chosen, he's got to get me to be saved. So he, in that way he is in debt to yeah, us. Yeah, he is, yeah. So, it's kind it's, of a twist on, on Spurgeon there, I guess. But anyway, then Brandt goes on and he said, what does elect mean? What does predestined mean? What does called mean, et cetera? Well, and oh, my goodness, man.
3: Well, uh, they <laughs> mean what they say they are. I mean, but an election doesn't always mean elected to be saved. It means you... It's choice. You, choice. You uh, made a choice. choice. And pre-de- predestinated means, again, it doesn't mean predestinated to salvation. It just means a predetermined... Set of events right. or a predetermined course of action. And so. called
0: called is we, we did a whole episode on called right. in a different yeah. way because uh, a lot of people think they're called into the ministry and they're called to this called right. to that. We're all called uh, to, to something, that's for sure. And then he has free will verses here. I don't want to go over the free. He had First Timothy two four, Galatians five thirteen, Hebrews eleven six, which I, Hebrews eleven six is a very interesting one because it says without faith is impossible to please him for who. Who whoever would draw—I don't think this is King James, but that's all right. Would draw near to God and must believe that He exists and that He's a rewarder of those that seek Him. I, I think the King James says those that believe must believe that God is and that He's a uh, that He's a rewarder oh, of those. them that diligently seek Him. So there are some people that are seeking Him. You know, they can't—you can't, can't seek—and no. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Uh, that's faith.
3: Well, that's—you uh, read the Bible. The Bible. There are paradoxes in the Bible, and that's. Some of it we just have to take by faith. Right. And part of it is, again, you get these theological systems. You have schools, those schools have to justify paying their PhD professors, and the professors have to justify the apple cart. Yeah, they're being there. So you get this whole theological system that. Oftentimes, it is not
1: really biblical. Yeah, there definitely things that I don't think we'll ever, short of heaven, I don't think we'll understand. I still don't understand how I'm going to judge angels. Right, yeah. Right. There's things I like that I hope he gives but, me some rules to get to work with yeah, when I, I get there, there, cause cause I'm, there. I'm like, I have no way.
3: Yeah, there are, I mean, there's some legitimate, there's some validity to having a theological system to help us right. understand things, but yep. we have to realize there's limitations and there are paradoxes like judging angels. What does that mean? Don't know. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I. There's no explanation. We can guess, and we yeah, can we speculate, can and we
0: can dig in, and we should. Right, right. We exactly. Should. We, should mean, study. we should try to figure those things out, and that's all. Like Chuck was saying, I think that's what Calvin was trying to do, and yeah. and I don't. He actually didn't come up with the tulip; it was his followers afterward right. that did. Actually, I think Arminian did. Right. Uh, yeah, but did. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> well, the um, so he goes on. He gives a, a couple of verses. And the reason why we're not doing the free will because we were kind of heavy on the free will the last time. And he's like, what is freedom? And who are those who seek him? Can I lose my salvation? That, my friend, is a a subject in and of itself. Yes, it is. Uh, So he said, obviously, your episode was devoted to our free will doctrine. So naturally, you did not bring up any of those strong man verses on the reform sign. But it would be great to hear you guys address some of those. Maybe a follow-up episode? Well, that's what we're doing, man. Uh, The pics of you and the crew look fun on the new YouTube episodes. Keep up the good fight. (laughs) So,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think the pictures look all that great. because But,
3: he but
1: said they look great. He said they look fun. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah, I appreciate difference. that. uses his words carefully. <laughs> Brandon, you are
0: more than welcome. I know you've been busy. Um, uh, up there for you with your own stuff that's been going on, and I appreciate you taking the time out. This is this was a lengthy email. You took a lot of time and effort yeah. to uh, write it out. I'm not trying to dismiss the last part of it. I mean, if you really want us to go over some of those free will verses, maybe we can make another episode of it and talk talk about free will. But uh, but hopefully we gave you a little bit of uh, right. uh, explanation, and maybe we can talk about it at the Kushan. And, oh yeah, because uh, I will be over there the next weekend. That's and, nice, uh, right. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, I know we've talked about. A little bit at our house, and he's got friends. We got, we all have friends that are more on the reform side. Yeah. Um, and and I and he was, you know, one guy was like, "Oh, so you don't like anything to do with Calvinism or anything?" I'm like, the theology I have nothing to do with, but people like Woody Bachman and Paul Washer, I'll listen to, and they actually, have, especially on the family mm-hmm. and different things, uh, I can really uh, appreciate because I think Vudi Bachman is uh, is right on on a lot of his family things. When he talks about the uh, family and and their government things, it's too much for me, you know, way <laughs> up here. But um, but and he's a very smart man, yeah. So I, I can appreciate that, you know, the Sproles of the world. I, I don't know. They, I, there's some good things they have to say here and there, but uh, when it comes to just when it gets into their straight Calvinism, I just I'm I'm done, you know. Right. I'm, I'm out, and that's fine. I've got friends that believe this. They they're 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 you know, tiptoeing through the tulips and and um, so anyway, but. Uh, so that's that. I, I think we we covered it pretty well. Um we didn't want to condescend be like, "Ah, oh, these are easy verses, Brian. Uh, these are tough issues." And uh, right. but if you step outside of forget about Calvinism or Arminianism and let's just read the Bible and read I know it's hard to do. It's hard to do when right. you start when you read the word predestinate. We try to do it in our Bible studies. It's tough. And we have to cover it because it's an yeah. issue. Yeah. And uh, there's some issues that come up when you talk about Jehovah's Witnesses, we have to deal with it because the Jehovah Ru- Witnesses have ruined it. Uh, yeah. Same thing with Mormon and you know, any other group, but... Um,
3: well, yeah, you know, that's it's fine. It's like the teaching of sinful nature. If you're ingrained in that, you're going to read it into verses that aren't there. Right. It's, it's not there, but...
1: Yeah, don't try to come to the scripture with some preconceived notion. Try it's to hard let to the do. scripture talk to it you. It is, yeah, it's, it's hard, hard yeah. to it speak. Let it define itself. Yep. Uh, look at the other scriptures to determine what the words mean.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yep. So, all right. Well, if you've been hearing screaming in the background. Um, I know I have but uh, that is not, <laughs> not, my, kids. Kids, not yeah. my kids my <laughs> Chuck <laughs> your grandkids so is H- Hannah and Anna coming
4: yeah they're here oh, oh so they're, they're here, here. oh my awesome awesome so cool
0: alright well let's go ahead and get out and then uh, we can do our Bible study then
4: Hi, I'm Joshua Charleston, the producer for The Mike Charleston Show. If you enjoyed listening to the show, please help us spread the word by liking, subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, or just tell a friend. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment down below. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please email us at talk at believers.org. We
1: look forward to hearing from you.
2: We hope you enjoyed listening to The Mike Charleston Show. The Mike Charleston Show.